0: Hey traders, if you're new to the party, we just wrapped up a four-day free online workshop called Emergence 2021, which was geared at uh, really helping retail traders and independent investors get on the right track for this new year. If you didn't have a chance to join, make sure you check out the recordings. They're going to be up until the end of February. All you have to do is sign up and register for the event. You can do so over at www.tier1trading.com or check the show notes below. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Apologize in advance that the voice is a little bit raspy this episode, but it's early in the morning. Um, but I'm having a conversation with a trader on our platform and um, it's been a long one. We've been going on for about probably like a half an hour right now. But I, I, think, it's, I, I think the concept is worth sharing because... Many of you guys out there listening to this podcast are probably going through the same thing. Um, also, if you hear any kind of you know uh, pauses, it's probably me reading the next part of the conversation. But it starts off talking about, or I guess the concept that's on my mind is about having the proper expectations. And the conversation started with a trader, you know, essentially asking, "What is a realistic return to make in the market?" I've heard all types of things. I've heard traders out there saying that if you can make 30% a year, you're a good trader. On the other hand, I've heard traders out there saying if I make anything less than 300% a year or 120% a year, it's a failure, right? So he's trying to figure out what should his expectations be. And I told him this, I I used that 30% mark. I said, hey, uh, you know, typically if you, and this is what I consider personally, everyone's different. Um, If you can make 25% a year uh, return on investment, you're considered a good trader. If you can make 60% a year, um, you're considered a great trader. Now, that's going to vary on your risk appetite, right? Because when you look at return on investment, it's not just how much money can you return in the market. It's what was the risk taken in order to create that return. And that was something that I learned um, when I got into managing money. Because as I got into managing money, what I did was I, I wanted to optimize my system. So, that I can present the best performance, right? So, you know, if you're new and you haven't been on the tier one platform, we have something called a money management spreadsheet. It's it's basically a spreadsheet where, you know, when you do your back testing, all of your numbers are put into it, or when you do your live trading, all of your numbers are put into it, and you can play around with um, our position sizing strategy. So, about how aggressive or how conservative you want to be. So, what I did was I cranked that bad boy up, right? I cranked it up to the point where I was super aggressive in order to generate the biggest return, right? And you can show people something like, hey, yeah, 600% return. Well, what I learned uh, the hard way <laughs> when, I, when I first started uh, uh, you know, venturing off to, to kind of sell myself to those who I, I potentially wanted to manage money for is that people that have money, um, they're not too worried about the return on investment being super high, they're more concerned with the risk. So when you look at those numbers and said, "Hey, I can make you 600% in a year," the question they're asking is, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Whatever, whatever, like that. Um, how much does it risk to get that uh, 600%?" And if you're being super aggressive with your money management, it typically means you're you know you're being more risky as well. So it, you you may take a 50% drawdown to eventually hit that 600% mark. And I'll tell you what, no one wants to. Lose half their money. I know it sounds good, the end game, and you're like, "Hey, 600%, I can make that." Um, but if you tell me that at some point I'm going to lose half my pot, right, to make that 600%, 600%, mm-mm, that's not a risk I'm willing to take. Because all it takes is me losing half that pot twice to be out of the game. Um, so that's when I learned about really kind of the, the delicate balance of keeping. Um, keeping your risk low. And especially if you're going on to manage money, um, for those who have you know, a few traders that went on to work for prop firms, they told us the same thing. Like that's the main thing they were looking for is, is you have to stay above this risk level. Now, obviously if you're trading for yourself, things can be a little bit different because now it's no longer the risk appetite of a client or a, a boss or something like that it's your own personal risk appetite. So you can be more aggressive and uh, you know if you know your system, I'm assuming you know your system well, you'll be able to determine if you can be more aggressive or less aggressive with your system and if you can you can certainly make much bigger returns and we've talked about this before as well a lot of it has to do with your age right typically people tend to be more risky when they're younger because there's less at stake the, the, if you lose money it's not that much to lose so it's like hey let's go for it when you're older and you make money now it's it, it kind of shifts between kind of you know I don't really I don't say care right the the you're Conserving the money that you have, holding on to the money that you have while steadily growing it is more important than just maximizing its growth potential. So we're having this conversation, and um, obviously that's a big red flag right there. And I I told the trader, I said, something you can't do is you can't compare yourself to others. Um, Because he was getting down the path of, hey, is there a system, Akil, do you know of a system where I can make this percent? And my answer was, no, I don't because I don't know what any system will make. No one out there knows what any system will make. He was also asking if there's some super secret system out there that you know, goes against the grain of what everyone else is talking about that I can use to make this. Because hey, I'm hearing this from most people, but I'm hearing 300% return from this one person. He has to be doing something different. And although I believe that a, a contrarian perspective is beneficial to trading typically you want to do the opposite of what most people are doing kind of the whole we had a bunch of traders uh, we had some falling knives in the market recently we had a bunch of traders make a massive amount of money trading them because again falling knives fear panic you can guess what the normal the general public is doing This is the perfect time to do the opposite. That's what smart money is doing anyway, right? They're they're baiting people to take a certain action so that it will allow them to take an action in the opposite direction in in, in many cases. And our job as traders is to think like that, not think like the general herd, but be the contrarian and and kind of think like the minority. Um, But as far as, uh, you know, so there are. The the contrarian type of point of view does exist in trading, but I don't believe there's any super secret strategy. There's 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 many different ways you can be profitable. Again, if you take a look at Jack Schwager's uh, Market Wizard series, that will teach you it. Right, he interviews some of the best traders of all times and all different markets, and you'll see that there's so many different approaches, right, if there was a super secret strategy, they'd all be taking the same approach, wouldn't they? So the truth is you can have success trading many different ways. So, but you don't know what that, there's no way someone can tell you what that success is gonna be. So when a trader is asking, hey, if I'm a trend trader, can I make 50%, I don't know. If I become a counter trend trader, can I make 50% a year? I don't know. Right now, he's asking about if I trade channels, right? The the bounces between ranges. Can I make seventy percent a year? I don't know. And 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 the 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 theme I keep kind of you know punching him in the face with. I want to punch him in the face with this right now. Is that you won't know until you do the work, right? So I know you're at the point, and many of you guys are out there where you want to look at the numbers first. You're saying to yourself, "Hey, I want to look at. I want to make a ninety percent return. So therefore, I have to use this strategy to make a ninety percent return, right?" That is the complete opposite of what you want to do, right? You've heard me preach many times here, process over outcome, process over outcome, process over outcome. That's true for traders. That's true for entrepreneurs in general. That's true in life in general, process over outcome. If you are kind of stuck on the outcome, right, the the, the results, if you're stuck on the results, you're going to try to shortcut the process, right? And if you shortcut the process, you're going to end up getting cut short, trust me. Um, another thing is this, right? I believe that to be a consistently profitable trader, when I say consistently, I mean, year over year, you have to trade something that you're comfortable with, right? You have to trade something that meets your personality. You have to trade something you believe in for, for most people. some, some people are very disciplined. They're very robotic. It's like, look, Akil, boom, I don't care what it is. I don't have any emotions, blah, 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 right? Just do it. There's a small minority that does that. For, for most people, trading psychology is an issue. It, it, it's hard. So being in a position where you can limit those emotional pulls, which means doing something that you believe in, it's going to allow you to have a better opportunity to consistently trade over time without deviating from your rules. If you are someone that gets those emotional pulls, and again, most of us would fall into that category, if you're consistently doing something that you don't believe in, right? You're not really going to buy and You're not going to do it, right? I'm, I'm a sports guy. So every single podcast must have a sports reference. But I was watching the the opening night of the NBA the other day. And, and uh, on the halftime report, they were talking about um, kind of like good coaches and bad coaches and how, you know, at the end of the day, right, if you have a bad coach, trade, uh, the, the players aren't going to trust them. They're going to end up doing their own thing, right? They're going to break the rules uh, just a matter of time. And that's the same thing as trading. So there's no shortcuts, and I'm trying to tell this trader, this. there's no shortcuts. Like, I can't tell you what your system's going to produce. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to trade it. I don't know the specifics of, of everything you're doing. The only way you're going to be able to tell is by doing the work yourself, right? Taking what you want to do, making it rules-based, doing testing making whatever tweaks you need to make right to maximize its potential and then looking at those numbers in the money management spreadsheet and then tweaking them and and, and once you tweak them you can see what your strategy can produce on the upper end um you'll also see what type of risk it, it, it takes on as well and, and that's the only only way you're gonna know and if that doesn't hit your required margin for what you want to make it if your goal is i need to make 80 percent a year and then your back testing results don't show that um then you need to ditch the strategy or make some changes and do something else if that's what you want. Um, But I think we also need to have realistic expectations. I don't think we should be shooting for 300% a year. Um, I I, I shared this a little bit on Twitter and and a trader wrote in. I I said, uh, once again, spending time this morning explaining to an aspiring trader why 300% return isn't impossible, but it certainly shouldn't be expected. I know it's hard, but we need to focus on how to maximize our own results instead of wasting time comparing it to others. And uh, Gary wrote in, he said, hey, he said, and here I am struggling to make 30% a year. My response was, this is the sad thing. I see traders that are making 30% a year, which again, I think you should be happy if you can make 30% a year, right? Think about what else your money could be doing. Where else could you put your money that it's gonna make 30% a year? Okay, If if you don't have an answer, if you have an answer for that, put your money there. If you don't have an answer for it, then you're doing the right thing. And it's definitely more than you're gonna make by just sticking it, sticking it in a managed fund or something like that, right? Um, but I see traders making 30% a year and then ditching strategies because it's not 300%. And what happens is these traders kind of form their own rat race where they're stuck in a treadmill, they, they rinse and repeat, they, they have good systems, they do all the work, but they never get the expected result. So they never actually take action and trade it and that's all because they just have false expectations. It's like going into a job interview and demanding a salary that is way too high for what you should be paying, right? You're going to keep doing the same process. You're going to be offered the job, you're going to decline it. You're going to find the next opportunity, you're going to be offered the job, you're going to decline it. And, you know, years later, you're still going to be broke on your butt because you declined all the offers that you could have get. On the other hand, if you just would have accepted the job, you would have had years of salary under your belt and you would have made something. Um, You got to be realistic. So that's the moral of the story. I got to get back to this conversation because I got like five more messages that just came in, but I thought it was important to share because I know, right, this trader isn't the only one who is kind of stuck at this hurdle. And hopefully the conversation that I'm having with him will help you guys as well.